0: Tina Osceola is the director of the Tribal Historic Preservation Office for the Seminole Tribe of Florida. She doesn't think she should have to explain why it matters the ancestors be returned, but she does.
1: We have an inextricable relationship with our ancestors. You know, we're still responsible for um, taking care of them. And uh, we see that as a reciprocal relationship because they are still taking care of us.
0: UF holds the remains of at least two and a half thousand Native American ancestors. That's more than the number of enrolled Native students. Most likely belong to three tribes, the Miccosukee, the Seminole Nation of Oklahoma, and the Seminole Tribe of Florida. The ancestors are held in the collections of the Florida Museum of Natural History, along with things like megalodon teeth and woolly mammoth bones. Some, including Katherine Smith, see that as part of the problem. Understanding the depth of harm, it's hard to really appreciate because it's so normalized. Smith was hired in October to lead the university's effort to return these ancestors and cultural belongings. Smith, who isn't native, says the first step is shifting perspective. These aren't artifacts. These ancestors, are, first of all, human, (laughs) and they have family members. This view, Smith says, challenges centuries of colonial thinking. Because a lot of the history
2: of collections came from originally European colonial exploration, there's this long history of treating items as curiosities or exploring or investigating, but those items
0: have special meaning to these nations. Working directly with the tribes has changed the way Smith thinks about even how they store the belongings.
2: There's also some items that have been embodied with the spirit. And so one of my eye-opening moments is realizing that even our care of these belongings, when they're in boxes or plastic bags, if they're viewed as animate instead of inanimate,
0: then they can't breathe. In 2008, UF returned several hundred ancestors. Smith says old federal guidelines stalled the return of the thousands remaining. The university only had to produce an inventory of what it considered culturally unidentifiable. And that unintentionally puts a heavy burden on tribal nations to figure out what we have and then chase us down, and that's not really fair. The regulations are changing, Smith says. She's now working proactively with tribal members to figure out who everything belongs to. It's a massive undertaking, and they are going box by box, tray by tray, through everything the museum has. Tina Osceola of the Seminole Tribe of Florida says UF serves as a model she hopes other institutions will follow. She just wants them to try
1: hate to make it sound so basic, but really they have to want to do the right thing. Um, And then they have to pick up the phone or email us.
0: And she hopes for more than just repatriation. She wants museums to rethink everything from their exhibit interpretations to their research.
1: For American Indian tribes, I think that It's really easy to put us inside of museum display cases. It's really fun to take a snapshot that puts us in that romantic period of cowboys and Indians and the 1890s. And that's really damaging. We're here today. The collections manager for the Seminole
0: Tribe of Florida said they just visited UF's Museum of Natural History to meet with the staff and go through the exhibits before a planned redesign. UF is not the only institution needing to repatriate. More than 100,000 Native ancestors wait to be returned by institutions across the U.S. For Report for America at WUFT News, I'm Katie Hyson.